Hey, this is Dr. Patty Sadala. Welcome to my Experience Jesus podcast. In this how-to episode, we will look at how to make decisions that are aligned with God's perfect will using a tool called the Leader's Paradigm, also known as the Six Pillars of Decision-Making by Dr. Mark Verkler. I learned this model in the very first class of my doctoral program at Christian Leadership University. The class was called Communion with God, and it is a prerequisite for all students because it teaches dialogue journaling, the same tool you use to experience Jesus on this podcast. Hearing and seeing from Jesus directly, he became my professor for all my classes. And more importantly, to learn how to hear him like this, will allow God to guide you for your entire life. This model is extremely practical, and I learned how to allow the Lord to direct my path one step at a time, and that's why I wanted to share it with you in this podcast. A diagram of this model is on the pattyej.podbean.com site for this episode. The Leader's Paradigm Model is a tool for aiding in creative decision-making. It is built upon six pillars for discovering truth. It takes into consideration the level of biblical knowledge a person possesses, as well as the giftings and the circumstances God has given to each believer. It is based in Scripture with the goal of glorifying God with your decisions and for major life challenges. If you are making a major life transition, all six pillars should line up. And later, we will talk about which pillars are most important to attend to, depending on the kind of decision for which you are needing guidance from God. The six ways that God speaks in order to confirm His will in your life are, number one, illumined scripture, in which practical application of scripture is given to you about your specific circumstance. The second is illumined thoughts in your mind which is really connecting with the mind of Christ that you know his mind on any matter. The third is illumined witness in your heart, which can be experienced by peace or unrest in your heart. The fourth is illumined counsel by others. This is represented by spirit-led people giving you godly counsel because they're hearing from God as well. The fifth is illumined understanding of life circumstances. I like to call this one God opening and closing doors. We'll talk more about that in a bit. And number six is illumined revelation from God through dreams, visions, journaling, and prophecy. You will have greater assurance when God himself is the one confirming direction through all of those ways. Let's look at each of these specifically with the scripture reference and how it's experienced or sensed and how to receive one-on-one counsel through it. And I'll share some examples along the way. My advice is that you would take notes on a specific circumstance that you would like godly counsel about so that at the end in our Experience Jesus section, you know how to apply this model to asking God for more clarity. Before we dive into each of these pillars individually, it's important to remember that the entire point of needing to do this is to glorify God by honoring him in a way that has you align with his Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12 plans for you. 
For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. Even more important than his promise that he will listen to you is your promise that you will listen to him and obey his direction. Okay, so now let's look at each of the six different ways God confirms his will. The first is illuminated scripture. This is where God turns his written word into spoken words to you that help you apply the scripture directly to your circumstance in your heart. A verse that shows this is Luke 24, 32. They said to one another, Were our hearts not burning within us when he was walking with us on the road and opening up the scriptures to us? This is experienced as the Holy Spirit highlights scripture to you and you sense verses leaping off the page or just coming to your attention spontaneously that you can apply to your circumstance. You do not need to wait for the scripture to pop off a page, however. God does do that to get your attention sometimes. You can actively search for God's promises and his names related to the issue that you're trying to make a decision about and ask the Lord to highlight the scripture as you meditate on it. This is more of an intentional posture for you to receive direction from the Lord through scripture rather than just letting it happen to you. In my How to Live a Worry-Free Life book, there is a toolbox section that teaches you specific biblical research skills for finding the names and promises of God in the Bible and how to pray them accordingly, according to his will over your circumstance. I will attach a link to that book and also the toolbox directly on the page for this episode at the pattyej.podbean.com site. The second pillar is illumined thoughts in your mind. Spirit-led reasoning is God guiding you by the flow of the Holy Spirit with his mind of Christ. This occurs when you prayfully ponder while fixing your eyes on Jesus. Luke 24, 32 said, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. This is a promise of what happens when a believer accepts Jesus as his Savior. The Holy Spirit comes and five spiritual senses are there for you. The eyes, the ears, the mind of Christ will and emotion. So you can tap into God's very mind, will, and emotion. And this verse says that. And in 1 Corinthians 2.16, it says, this is an Old Testament saying, because it's in all caps, for who has known the mind and purposes of the Lord as so to instruct him? And then the New Testament comment about that is, but we have the mind of Christ to be guided by his thoughts and purposes. This pillar is experienced by the Holy Spirit guiding your reasoning process through spontaneous impressions that connect with his mind. In order to receive this, you must surrender your own mind to his. This comes when you pray for God's wisdom to understand a circumstance that you are unclear about. Ask God for his perspective and allow him to open the eyes of your heart and see through his eyes, feel through his emotions, and hear through his ears. Use this pillar to check whether the messages you are receiving are consistent with scripture, the previous pillar, or 
Are your thoughts more in line with the enemy, including things like fear, anxiety, and negative expectations? Those are not from God. Aligning with God's will will reframe your situation and give you guidance. I was reminded of a time that I had to do something that was extremely scary, and I did not want to do it, quite honestly. God wanted me to talk to someone who I had not seen or heard for several years because of suffering a relationship issue that severed us. This particular pillar helped me understand God's assignment for me to heal that relationship from his perspective. He gave me the words and the action to take care of that situation. Reflecting on it, blessings would have been missed had I not tuned to the Lord and asked him for how he wanted me to handle this circumstance. I was able to obey his voice and I saw a miraculous outcome. Me and this person were able to heal from the past wound and move on. Both of us received healing from that decision. The decision to obey was God's direction to release both of us from furthering our negative feelings about each other. The third pillar is called illumined witness in one's heart. I like to think of this one about peace or unrest in your heart. Psalm 73, 16 to 17 says, When I considered how to understand this, it was too great an effort for me and too painful. Until I came into the sanctuary of God, then I understood, for I considered their end. This pillar is when you attend to an impression perceived in your spirit, whether it be peace or unrest. Psalm 23, 2 says, He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. The Lord wants you to have peace and he wants you to know the reasons and the solutions for unrest in your heart. For example, let's say there's something that God wants you to do and you're afraid to do it. You can sit in that fear for only so long. I have observed that when the discomfort of disobedience is greater than your fear of obeying, God will move the hardest of hearts. The Lord told me that he wanted me to leave a job I loved. I had this job for about nine years and had poured my heart into this organization. I loved the work. I loved the people. I loved the contribution I was making to the organization. I disobeyed that voice for about six months until the discomfort of disobedience was greater than my desire to stay in that job. I finally obeyed the voice, and I left that job to become an independent organization development consultant. That meant there was no guaranteed paycheck, and I was going to have to constantly sell my services to get paid. Only a few weeks after I made that decision, the Lord opened the door for me to work with a woman who would be my contract boss for 14 years. That decision allowed me to work at a greater level that increased my impact by connecting me with that woman. Instead of helping one organization serving hundreds of people, I was able to help thousands of people through many organizations. God had an upgrade for me, and I needed to be willing to follow the guiding of his key of unrest in my heart to align with it. The fourth way that God speaks to confirm his will is the illuminated counsel of others. The Lord wants us to have spiritual counselors that will be able to speak into our lives and help guide us. 
Proverbs 11.14 says, Where there is no wise, intelligent guidance, the people will fall and go off course like a ship without a helm. But in the abundance of wise and godly counselors, there is victory. This pillar is experienced as you ask your spouse, others involved, and your spiritual advisors for input as to what they sense in their heart the problem is and what the solution will be to fully address it. If you have friends that also know how to journal, this would be a great opportunity for them to seek God's face on your behalf and then record everything that people are saying and showing to you. It can be included into the other decision-making pillars. Often your friends can see things way before you can. God will speak through the natural ears when you are not paying attention to other methods. It is important to attend to the advice and counsel of people who are believers in Christ and led by the Spirit themselves to ensure that your advice is godly counsel. Seek counselors are specialists in areas that are consistent with the issue you're wrestling with. Counselors should be a little ahead of you in the area or expertise of your concern. They should live lives that reveal that they are also surrendered to the Lord. They should be people for whom you know and trust. The counsel should be in your best interest and not their own. And again, it must line up in concert with other pillars. So if their counselor goes against biblical principle, for example, or scripture, it's not from God. In all of these ways, you want to test against God's voice and scripture to make sure that what you're hearing is actually from the Lord. Pillar number five is illumined understanding of life's experiences. I like to call this one the opening and closing of doors principle. Isaiah 22.22 says, When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. And when he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. This pillar is experienced as you ask God to give you insight and understanding concerning the fruit that your life is demonstrating. God gives you revelation about how to understand how he is moving to open and close doors. Essentially, this is about you seeing God intervening in your circumstance. I was reminding of the time that my husband and I were looking to buy a house we really wanted this house, and before we could put in an offer, it was sold right from underneath us. I was really grieved about that loss. I didn't realize at the time that it was God closing the door. The house we actually found and bought was almost $100,000 less than the one we lost, and it was actually nicer. God's ways are wiser than ours. Likewise, when my husband lost his job at Honeywell, that was a door closing as well but it opened an opportunity for him to become a nationwide insurance agent. To many, this looked like a really bad idea because it was a commission-only job. I was not working, and we had our newborn first daughter, so it could have gone either way. But actually, George was a natural in this business, and he even won the Rookie of the Year award only a few months into the job. And so that job blessed our family for 30-some years. The final pillar is illumined revelation from God directly through dreams, visions, prophecy, and journaling. Acts 2.17 says, And it shall be in the last days that I will pour out my Spirit upon all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see divinely prompted visions, and your old men shall dream 
divinely prompted dreams. This pillar is experienced as you receive direct revelation from God through dreams, visions, journaling. The dialogue journaling tool that you use in the Experience Jesus podcast and books is one of these pillars. And the Lord can also give you visions in your dreams. When you seek God directly and ask him to speak to you through pictures, words, feelings, and sensations, specifically about your life and circumstance, he speaks up with not only the promises he has for you, but the conditions of those promises so that you know exactly what you need to do to align with his will. If you have not already checked out the episode on biblical dream interpretation, there's a whole lot more about how God speaks to us through dreams at night and visions. In that episode, you learn exactly how you can ask God specifically for a dream to help you with the decision that you're wrestling with. I wanted to share a story of how my sister was guided by the Lord to move back to Ohio from Texas and how her story shows that all six pillars lined up for God's direction. Remember that if you're making a major life decision, you should have all six line up. For lesser decisions, I'll share a bit later which ones to emphasize. But for now, let's talk about Michelle's story. It had been eight years since my mother had been healed miraculously of cancer, and she got cancer back. My mother was really needing some care, and my sister lived in Texas while my mother lived in Akron, Ohio. She lived about a half hour away from me, and I was already taking care of my mother-in-law, who was needing 24-hour care in that season. So I was unable to help my mother with any medical appointments or other things. My mother and I felt that it would be really helpful for Michelle to come up here, but we hadn't really asked her to do that. Michelle shared with me that she was beginning to feel like God was directing her to make such a move, as she was having pictures of moving spontaneously pop into her spirit. She shared that she attended a church service where a preacher was speaking about prodigal children returning home. In fact, Michelle was the prodigal child in our family before she was saved. So this story hit home for her, and she allowed the scripture to incubate about her idea of returning home. Michelle came up to visit one weekend, and she and mom were coming to my house for a family gathering. My mother insisted on driving. Michelle allowed her to be behind the wheel. There was a very scary close call where my mother nearly crashed into an oncoming car, one second later, and they would have been T-boned, Michelle had a immediate thought in her spirit that mom should not be driving anymore. Maybe it's time for me to move back home and take care of her. She asked me and mom, and mom said that she sure would appreciate the help. And I had a strong sense in my spirit for a while that the Lord wanted her to do that. So we counseled her to consider it. She returned home to Texas and found that there had been a change of guard at her company. The new leadership was taking the company in a direction that she was not comfortable with, and she started to really want to quit that job. The Lord was showing her that he was closing that door. And finally, after learning how to dialogue journal, she was able to get direct confirmation from the Lord that she needed to move. As scary as it was to uproot her entire life, and leave her family and friends behind, 
Michelle obeyed that voice and confessed that she did not feel the peace of her heart until she did. She moved up to my mother's house and cared for her until my mother's passing. She still lives in my mom's house and made a life for herself here in Ohio and as a member of my spirit life circle. She is growing in Christ in a way that she would not have been if she stayed in Texas, but she has been able to grow closer to me and our brothers ever since. Did you catch all six pillars in that story? Perhaps you have a story where you can see that God has done the same for you. So now let's look at how to balance these pillars based on the various types or situations you may be facing. If your issues are related to relational problems, such as how to parent a prodigal child or dealing with a difficult friend or coworker or family member, then leaning on the counsel of others and illuminated scripture and journaling from the Lord will help you find God's guidance. When seeking God's guidance about choices you need to make, about a direction you need to go, lean on peace in your heart, counsel of others, and the opening and closing of doors in your life circumstance. I always include dialogue journaling in all of my decisions too. In all ways, tune to the Holy Spirit's perfect will for any decision making sure that you have the holy habits of being in the Word of God, spending time in God's presence, praising and worshiping with the heart of gratitude, are always important because they keep the channels of God open so that you are able to receive any type of message that the Lord wants to send you. In our experience Jesus encountered today, we will use the leader's paradigm to inquire of the Lord about something specific in your life. Before we dive into our encounter today, I wanted to take a moment to ask you for a blessing. If you have learned some new things and have drawn closer to God by this podcast, please pray for the Lord to multiply it and allow the Lord to pop a few names into your spirit for whom you could share this podcast with. Simply text or email them the link to the pattyej.podbean.com site and let them know why you've been blessed by it. And please check out my books, journals, and downloadable resources at pattysadala.com shop. And remember the code EJPOD to receive 10% off everything, even the stuff already on sale. And remember, they make great gifts too. Thank you for blessing me by your prayers and for being a listener to this podcast. If this is your first podcast experience with us, you may want to go back to the trailer episode and learn about the biblical foundation for dialogue journaling, our process for experiencing Jesus. This leads you through the first special place encounter with Jesus as a child. This is a starting point for all of our experiences with Jesus. For best results, it is always good to properly posture your heart for your experience by welcoming Jesus' presence with praise and thanksgiving and playing with him in the special place as a child for a few minutes before asking for anything from him. As always, we will use Pillar 6, asking God to speak to you through dialogue journaling about an issue for which you need direction. Having pondered what you learned in the pillars, imagine yourself laying your situation at God's feet, either as a sacrifice or as a gift. Ask him to show you his will and have him remind you of times that he has spoken to you about this issue through other pillars. And you may not have remembered or noticed it. Ask him to clarify for you the next step that he wants you to take. 
Make sure you thank him for what he's sharing with you and make sure that you immediately obey whatever next step he gives you. Take all the time you need. Keep going deeper. The more questions you ask, the more you'll receive. Take all the time that you need and make sure you record it all in your journal. Well, I hope you feel more clarity about the direction that God has for you related to a decision that you need to make in your life. And I hope that you will remember this toolbox of different pillars that will help you make decisions in the future as well. And I hope you will join us on this podcast adventure. Follow this podcast and forward it to others that you think may be blessed by it. And check out all the links below. They are designed to take you deeper. I thank God for you and bless you in Jesus' name.